You don't even have a vision because you haven't painted it. You said, I want to make enough money. What the heck is enough money? You make enough money right now. I know this for a fact. You know that for a fact. But what I'm saying is the picture that you have for yourself is not clear to you yet. Okay. Okay. Because if it was, I'd say, well, what's the goal in real estate? Five closings a month. That's going to net me 60,000. It's not, well, if I do four, three, we'd have thought about that already. I'm saying after this conversation, you need to go home and realize that your dream is 100% possible and it's going to be possible by the date that you set. Is it possible to be making $40,000 a month by the end of the year, next 10 months? Is it possible? Yes. For you? It is. It is possible. What makes it possible for you? You suck, your business sucks, and you'll never be successful. How many people paid you five grand? You never lied to anybody? Okay, real quick. Anything you see in here? What? It's over, bro. Mm. What's your belief system? You're married, yes? To a woman? Or you let your wife wear pants? When I ask you for something and you don't give it to me, are you knowing that you're lying to me? Lying? You cannot move being this comfortable. But you be in the crib and your drawers just like... My job is to make you fail. My job is to make you quit. My job is to make you cry. But if you survive it, success is on the other side. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I am incredible. Thanks for asking. Uh, Welcome to the hot seat. Uh, What are you expecting to happen today? Um, What am I expecting from this conversation? So I would love, by the end of the conversation, I would love to scale my business and also... You're not going to scale your business by the end of this conversation. Okay. Well, have an idea on how to scale my business. Okay. We're talking. Um, I don't want to make any promises. Okay. Well, we'll see how this conversation goes. Good. Uh, And also, I want to be able to... Let me figure out how to say this. Transition from being a nine-to-five worker into a full-time entrepreneur. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, I think we can assist with that. And uh, you watched The Hot Seat before, right? I do. What are your, what are your thoughts on the, just the show in general? It's a very um, intelligent concept. Pick people's brains, um, see why they're in business, and yeah, Good. see if the strongest survive. All right. Well, let's get to it. So what's your name? Makaya Flanders. Makaya Flanders. Where are you from? I'm originally from Miami, Florida, but I've been here in Atlanta for the last 10 years. So Southside. Okay. <laughs> yep, okay. Southside. You like Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. No, not really? No, nah, I'm not a fan of Atlanta. I'm honestly looking to transition to another market, but for I'm here for now. So yeah. I appreciate what I have and making work without what, what I have. What don't you like about Atlanta or what do you... What are you escaping from for what? You know what I mean? Like, yo, like, why are you leaving Atlanta to go somewhere else? What are you looking for? Um, I feel like Atlanta is oversaturated. I've extended my welcome here. Um, I feel like I'm just ready for a new environment. I've been there, done that when it comes to Atlanta. So when you say Atlanta is oversaturated, what do you mean? Oversaturated. Just in all... Fields, all areas. Just what does that mean to you? Because it sounds like you're just using something that you heard someone say. No, I honestly just thought about it. What does overset? Why do you say Atlanta's oversaturated? I believe Atlanta is oversaturated because it's a lot of people here doing a lot of the same things, gatekeeping. And you would think Atlanta is like an area where everyone is united, but it's more of like a pick and choose type of 
thing who they want to unite with. So it's oversaturated. It's just a lot of people doing the same Give thing. Give me your experience on why you say that, that there's gatekeeping and people pick and choose. Um, well, before I was doing what I do now, um, I was in management as a manager for a model agency. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how many model agencies is here in Atlanta? Yeah, I would imagine. Oversaturated. That's just one of the examples in my experiences. I've well, been is it oversaturated or you just didn't get chosen? You just weren't as good as the ones that got chosen. I wouldn't say I wasn't as good. Because of course you wouldn't. Well, it wasn't my agency, so I put my best foot forward, but we got chosen. I would think we got booked and we got busy. It just didn't last too long because it wasn't rent by me, that model agency. Your modeling career did not uh, exceed the way you wanted it because you weren't the owner of the modeling agency? Well, I was managing it here in Atlanta. We had so you were managing the agency yeah. and you were a model. Slash model, yeah. A little bit both. I would have to fill in the shoes if like a model called out and we are already booked for something. I would have to fill in that shoe. But you're saying, hold on. Okay. Your basic premise was that you aren't succeeding as a model because it's oversaturated, but you were just managing or working for the agency and you weren't a model on the agency. You were just filling in when you needed help. When needed help. I was a model slash management. So I was one of the models starting off yeah. the build the business to build other other girls to come in. Um, once we got enough girls, or I felt like it was enough girls, I would fall back. Mm-hmm. Um, if I need to fill in every now and again, I would as a manager because if someone say, "Hey, I booked four models, but only three showed up," I would have to fill that extra. F- for a spot in order. When you say like there's gatekeeping and choo- picking and choosing, you're saying there was some some of those models that always got gigs. I would say more so of like the people I work with, like the people that's booking us, those people were more so gatekeeping when it comes to like in that field. The people that were paying to get the models. Yeah. Or gatekeeping. Yeah, because I had to go out and find the people that wanted to book us because I was a manager. So, of course, I didn't get yes every time. Um, So I felt like some people might have been gatekeeping. They'll work with who they know, and which is fine. That comes with it. You know what gatekeeping means? Could you explain? Maybe I had the wrong idea. I'm not 100%, but gatekeeping means there are... Uh, there's a maybe a group of people and I don't, I don't have like the definition like that but okay. there's a group of people that don't want to deliver information or I'm not going to make you a connection I know this person you can use this person but I'm not going to connect you with them right yep. gatekeeping yeah what you're describing to me is there are some people that paid your company for a certain group of models and there were some that they liked more than others including yourself and that's what they wanted to spend their money on. You before, call that gatekeeping. Well, before we, the gatekeeping come before we even get to the exchange of them booking us. Mm-hmm. The gatekeeping would be me interacting with different, I guess, people that's looking to book models. That would be the gatekeeping of, I would say, more so before they book us. Once they book us, it's not gatekeeping after that. But me just trying to find a business and find gigs for these girls, I ran into a lot of gatekeepers. 
I would say. You just couldn't find gigs for the girls that you had? Is that what you're saying? Mm, I wouldn't say I couldn't find none. I found a few. Um, it, was, it wasn't easy is what I'm saying. It wasn't easy because I felt as if people were gatekeeping. No, 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 no. It's not easy because doing anything successfully is not easy. Okay. I'll take that. We can't, we can't blame the city of Atlanta having gatekeepers because you didn't get booked as a model when you're spending half your time trying to book models and your other half trying to be a model when there are some models that that's all they do. Yeah, yeah. So we can't blame the city on that. You just... Okay, well, maybe I'm looking at gatekeeping in a different perspective. I think you heard some stuff on the internet (laughs) and you're like regurgitating terms. Not the internet. OMG. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so... When you say Atlanta saturated, because I think this is going to give me a, a little bit of insight of where this conversation is going. Okay. The challenge with moving to another state is that you have to take you with you. Okay. Whatever your current work ethic is now, whatever your current uh, belief system is, whatever your current talent or ability is, you've got to take you to the next state. And there are people in this country that move place to place looking for something, but for some reason... The same thing follows them everywhere they go. You're going to go down to Miami. Would you go to Miami from Atlanta? Would I like live in Miami? Like if you were going to go to live another place, where would no, you go? No, I don't want to live in Miami. Where would you go? Mm, I've been thinking Houston or up north, like New Jersey. Mm. Yeah. There's a bunch of gatekeepers everywhere. Yeah. And by your definition, there's a bunch of people who will only pay for what they want. And because they didn't want you in that particular scenario, you can't say gatekeeping. It's just, okay. So. I like the, the same people that continue to get booked. It's for a reason, not because someone's gatekeeping. It's just, they're really good at it or they have to look. So what would be like an example of gatekeeping then? I think an example of gatekeeping is an independent artist who, um, who's very talented. They're willing to do the work, but they have another person that's more popular. They're not as talented and they're connected to somebody mm-hmm. in the industry. And they're saying, I'm only letting people, I'm only giving people the opportunity to get on the radio or, you know, to meet these certain people if they're connected in my network. Okay. Got you. Kind of like a funnel type of thing. That would be like a gatekeeper. Um, no, it's just saying I have some information I'm not going to give to you for no other reason than the fact that you're not in my circle. Okay. Look, man, I I see y'all enjoying the episode, but entrepreneurship is tough as you can see. Um, but if you want to make more money, get more information and, uh, and really have more support, you need a community, okay? Morning Meetup is a community that I've started six years ago where every single morning I'm talking to a group of entrepreneurs, giving them more information, giving them support, and teaching them how to make more money, how to grow their business, okay? We have a book club that you need to be a part of. We have meetups that you need to be a part of. The missing link is connection to not only a coach, but a community, okay? You don't have to join every single morning, okay? But if you wake up this morning, you know that we are there Monday through Friday, 
Wednesday, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, okay? Join our book club. Uh, you don't have to speak. You can be quiet. You don't have to have your camera on, but the more you're on, you want people to see your face um, and connect with us, okay? The morning meetup will get you more money, more information, and more support this year, 2024, okay? So it's only $497 for the entire year. That's 250 calls with the community teaching you how to do this thing called entrepreneurship, okay? So if this if this interview resonates with you at any point and you say, yo, you know what? The way he's talking to him or the way he's talking to her, I need him to talk to me like that. Well, join us every single morning. And quiet is kept. Most of the people that are on the hot seat come from the Morning Meetup community. You all get priority, all right? So go to themorningmeetup.com. Let's get back to the episode. So if you ask me about podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, David, teach me how to do a podcast. Depending on the scenario, I will help you. Okay. If I'm at the grocery store and we're in line and you're behind me and you're like, David, you do podcasting, right? I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, teach me how to do a podcast. While we're in this line, I'm going to give you as much information as possible. And you're like, hey, do you know somebody that, um, somebody who can edit my videos? And I know somebody that can edit your videos. I'm going to give you their information. Got you. But when we get out of this line, you DM me like, yo, uh, I want to come by and have another session. Well, I got to charge you because now I have to stop something that I'm doing to help you. But if you catch me in line, I, I'll give you all the information I can. But the reason I charge people is because it impedes what I'm doing already. But I, I give any information that people want. I'm not going to hold off information. That's what I'm saying. I see the difference. I see what yeah. you're saying. I wasn't held back from any opportunities. It just wasn't chosen. Exactly. I'm following. We are having breakthroughs today. Okay. I'm here for them. (laughs) All right. Um, So what is your entrepreneurial endeavor that you want help with? Um, As in like my goal? Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, for now, I would say become a full-time entrepreneur and make at least three to four closings every month. Have at least three to four closings readily available as a real estate agent as a real estate agent good good yes. how long have you had this idea or this desire ever since i started honestly i've like i started off with maybe just one or two just as a goal just to get somewhere and um the more i've been working with clients i'm like okay i see they're coming but i would like for it to be this frequent in a month's time frame Got it. So you're a real estate, you're a licensed real estate agent in Georgia now? Correct. Okay. How long have you had your license? For a year and a half now. How many closings have you had? Sales closing or what type of closings? It's different transactions, so. What are the different transactions? Um, You have buying, selling, investing, leasing, rent slash renting. I've had about three rental closings, zero sales, zero buyers. Zero sellers, zero buyers, three people that rented an apartment. And a you house. make like a commitment or a rent, yeah. you make a commission. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why do you think that you haven't been able to sell a house? Is it gatekeeping? Uh, no, from the Follette example, I mean, the definition you just gave me, now, I don't think it's gatekeeping. But you thought it was gatekeeping. Like, when you look at Atlanta, like, I can't sell a house because they gatekeeping. Did you no. think that? Honestly, it's okay. It's just me and you here. No, I didn't think it was gatekeeping. I feel like maybe my exposure is more so why I wasn't able to sell. Maybe a lot, enough people don't know that I, I am a realtor. So mm, maybe, in my mind, that's what. Don't know. 
I don't know what people know. I hope people know I'm. I do real estate. Y'all should hire me. But oh, they uh, know. Actually, let me see. What's your uh, What's your Instagram? Oh, uh, you go for my Instagram. Where's my phone? <laughs> well, what's your biggest like? What's your major social media platform? Instagram, definitely. Okay, let's see. What is your Instagram? Kai K Y K Y dot dot K E Y K E Y R E A L T Y R E A L T Y T Y underscore. Yep, that's okay. I see it. Okay, realtor, your neighborhood expert, buying, selling, leasing. You don't do a whole lot of buying, selling, but okay, (laughs) that's cool. Okay. All right, I like it. Okay, all of your, and I didn't expect this, but I'm seeing that all of your posts show that you're a realtor. Okay. This is good. This is good. I, you've, you've got it, okay? 286 followers. You're following 36 people, not including myself. Okay, you can follow me. We could do that exchange. You don't follow me, so I'm not following we you. Follow, we can follow each other right now. I'm not feeling it. We'll swing back around to it. Yeah, we'll double back. Okay, so okay, I, I do like the fact that your whole page is about houses and you're showing houses. This is good. So have you had appointments with buyers or sellers? I have had appointments. Um, nine times out of ten, they don't make it through the consultation phase. Um, when what I'm mean? To see how much home they can afford, where they are financially, um, just they're not ready to buy a home right now. So if I do run into someone that's interested in buying, they'll nine times out of ten want to buy within the next year or in the future, just not current. So you meet people. That are interested in buying a home, but they're not ready. Yeah. Why aren't they ready? Um, a lot of reasons. Savings. Um, it's it's a process when it comes to real estate. You have to make sure your credit is in order. Um, I would say those are like the two main reasons that I've encountered that people that I that want to work with me haven't been ready. Is either they don't have the adequate savings for it or a good enough credit score. Those so are the then, two main reasons. Yeah, I would say from what I've experienced. They want to buy, but they don't have the savings and they don't have the credit. Mm-hmm. So when they can't get through that process, you're like, all right, well, hit me up when you're ready. No, um, because I'm fairly new. I know most agents might do that, um, but I try to navigate them, um, follow up with them every like month or so, and make sure they're on the right track. Hey, you say you want to buy a house. Are you How saving? How many are you following up with right now? I'm about three. Three? Three people looking up. And what's happening? Um, Like with their situations. Mm-hmm. One of them, she needs to work on her credit. Uh, she says she wants to move by May. So I'm following up with her, make sure she, hey, have you checked in, getting any disputes or, you know, something just to help your credit. Go seek counsel for that. Um, you text them or you call them? Call and text both. Um, initial. Send me a text of somebody where you're following up. Okay. Just show me, like, just, I want to I see the dialogue between okay. you and the people who are in your pipeline. No worries. I just want to see how you're communicating with them about their home buying journey or process. Okay. You got some people in mind, right? Yeah. I, I'm working with about three people right now, so just That's following good. up with them. These three people, people that you met or you were friends with them already? 
Um, two of my referrals. So yeah. some my homegirl referred them to me. Yeah. Um, and my last client referred the other one. Mm-hmm. And let me see. I'm sorry. And one person, um, a friend of mine that I went to high school with, mm-hmm. she knows I'm a realtor, and she sent someone she knows to me. So good. referrals. Okay, that's good. That's good. I like it. You got it. Uh, okay. Just a little follow up. Let me see which. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which one I, I kind of want to give you a good one to make it look like. Any of them is fine. Okay. I just want to see the communication between you and these people. Let me see. Is this I think you you have a lot of the stuff that it takes to become successful. I'm okay. just trying to like figure whether is it the language or is okay. it the uh, the what's the word the regularity or the uh, consistency? Not the con- yes, kind of consistency, but the the cadence in which you're following up. What are we doing? I'm. I'm. I don't save numbers until you become my client. So the the follow up, I have to kind of sort through um, messages for a moment. I see. So I see. give me a moment. I'm sorry. Let okay. me see. As you're, as you're looking for that. Okay. What is your and how long have you been working with these three people? Um, just as of January, February. Okay. So mm-hmm. recently. Just recently. Yes. What's your number one strategy of finding buyers or sellers? My number one strategy? Okay. All right, here we go. All right. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but good evening. My name is so-and-so. So-and-so gave me your information. I'm looking to move by May when my lease is up. 
Is open a buy. Okay, open a buy. Okay. Hey, okay. We'll start a consultation to get an understanding on where you guys are at financially, and we'll determine what will be the best option for you. Thanks. Time works. I'll set it. Okay. That was January 20th. I'll call you then five days later. My apologies about Monday. This week has been unexpectedly busy for me. Are you available now to take a call? It's okay. I understand. Yes, I'm available. So she calls. Okay. Okay. Hey, spoke to so-and-so. I'll be giving you another call in about two weeks. Like I explained to him, what I want from you guys to do is to pay. What you guys to do is every pay you and so-and-so gets, put something towards savings for you to move. Hey, you have a minute to take a call? Yes. That was February 3rd, then Tuesday. Hey, it spilled my mind to send you my credit repairs. Slipped, I would imagine. <laughs> Guys, info, do you still need it? Sure. Okay. What did y'all have? What did y'all talk about on the call? Um, where she is um, financially, her where she works, um, like what she plan on doing, like just to make more sense of like if buying or renting is how much house does she want to buy? Um, we didn't get too deep into that yet because it seemed like the last time we spoke, she was a little bit frustrated um, because of whatever her financial situation is. Um, so she was like, not right now. Let me, let's revisit this in like a week or two. So yeah, I said, but you set up a bunch of calls and the one question you didn't ask was how much house are you willing to buy? You want to know oh, why? I did ask her that on. No, I didn't because you have to get a pre-approval in real estate. That'll determine how how much house you can afford to buy. Honestly, yeah, but I think one major question is how much house do you want to buy? So you're saying put savings aside, but that doesn't mean anything. How much am I supposed to put to get aside? Ten dollars. Well, when we spoke, I did tell her. Um, I gave her a number. I said forty five percent of your income if you would like to be a homeowner. Um, by the end of this challenge, I set up a challenge for her. By the end of this challenge, you'll have more than 45% of this income save. Um, if home ownership is the direction you want to go, or if leasing will be more budget friendly and makes more sense for you, that'll reflect underneath that 45%. So when we spoke, we kind of did kind of go over that a little bit. Um, just not too detailed on how much home she's So you're saying you can buy. buy a home as long as you save 45% of your yearly income? No, I was saying monthly income. Um, 45% of your monthly income. Yeah, and that was just going to show me how serious she was um, about purchasing a home. Like if hold she on, hold was, on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. The 45% thing, you're saying someone needs to save 45%. They need to have saved 45% of their monthly income. So if I make $5,000 a month, I should save $2,300 a month or I should have $2,300 saved? You should have $2,300 saved if you're serious about buying a home. But if you're not as serious about buying a home and right, leasing will make more sense, it'll fall under that twenty three. But you would, you would assume that this person's serious about buying a home because they're hitting you saying, I want to buy a home. Uh, you never know in real estate. It's just what makes sense for that person. Um, I don't want to assume when it comes to people. I'd rather you just tell me if you want to buy, let's buy. She said buying or renting, either or she can do. So What would you rather her do? I would rather her buy. Like, yeah. let's go ahead and so get you in a home. So at least we need to let them know what it takes to buy a home. And buying a home isn't saving 45% of your... If I make $3,000 a month, can I buy a home? 
You said three thousand. Say I make three thousand dollars a month. Can I buy a home? Um, answer yes. I I would say answer yes. Okay, with more income, like a side income as well. No, if I just make three thousand dollars a month. What? How much debt do you have? That's what I would ask. If you make three thousand and your debt is know. like twenty three thousand, twenty three hundred. No, you can't buy a home. Why not? Because your debt to income is too high. So you would have to, if you make 3000 you would have to probably spend maybe, what's like 36% of $3,000? 36% of $3,000 is probably about eleven. Yeah, so you probably have to spend at least eleven monthly and have the rest saved in order to buy a home. I don't understand what you're saying. Okay. Okay, let me breathe. <sighs> okay, so when... When getting a mortgage, I would say, unless you have cash, when getting a mortgage, um, lenders do look at certain criterias. Um, so your debt to income is one of those factors For that sure. they looked at. They look at, and typically lenders um, they do want you to have at least thirty six percent or no more than thirty six percent when it comes to debt to income. Okay. If you're making three thousand a month and your debt is twenty three hundred. Mm-hmm. You would not be able to buy a home. You will not be able to afford a home. So you can't afford a home if you make $3,000 a month. That's what you're telling me. It depends on how your debt looks. Okay, let's say I, I, I don't have any debt. Can I buy okay. a home? Okay, then with that, maybe your credit might be a little fumbly, you know? This is, you know, this is crazy because, like, it seems like you're extremely pessimistic <laughs> With someone who isn't making a hundred thousand dollars a year, pessimistic. Like I, I say, I get on the phone and I say, "Hey, I make three thousand dollars a month, and I want to buy a home." Mm-hmm. It seems like your approach is, well, one, you need to make more money. Two, you're you're you probably owe too much, or your debt to income is off, or you got bad credit. No, I'm that was. I would talk to my them question. Is, I okay. call you, say, hey. I make $3,000 a month. Can I buy a home? What is your answer? We would have to go over Your answer is yes. I, I can't promise them yes because it, it, it's more factors. The answer is yes. Okay. The answer is yes. I can make it happen. There we go. It don't, I didn't say how long it's going to take to make it happen, but we can make it happen. Your mind automatically moves to what's wrong. Okay. That's what I'm seeing right now. Okay. I call you. I make $3,000 a month. I'm working at Olive Garden. I want to buy a home. Can I buy a home? And your answer is? Yes. Absolutely, you can. Let's go. Let's go. Would you like a home near your job? Let's see how much, for sure. (laughs) Let's see how much home you can afford. Yeah. This is my first conversation with the people because you have not given these people a target. Okay. You're giving them percentages and all that kind of stuff, and their mind is, yeah, what the heck is going on? Could sound gibberish, huh? I'm confused right now. Okay. So I know they're confused, and I kind of understand math. Yeah. I kind of get it. I kind of understand what you're talking about, and I'm still confused. So I know they don't even want to talk to you anymore. What? They're having a bad experience with this realtor right now. Because she's not making me feel like I can buy a home. I think our phone conversations go a little bit different. 
maybe it seems more targeted. Like, here's a target. This is what you guys should expect from the process. You didn't give a target. Well, the 45%. The target is how much, what am I looking for? It's not important to identify what your client wants because they might say, yo, I make $3,000 a month. Mm -hmm. I need a five-bedroom on the belt line. Mm-hmm. Piedmont, I'm trying to stay in Buckhead. Mm. And then you say what? With 3000 a month? I try to be realistic. It's a process, so I don't want to skip over steps in my process. Yes. Maybe we just haven't got to that point of our process yet because there's no point of getting there if you haven't you know, understood this part. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use 
promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal part of the process yes so i would but you need to be more optimistic i make three thousand dollars a month and i want to i want to buy a five-bedroom house on Peachtree Street, can I buy it? What is your answer? Yes. Yeah, 100% yes. You can. Well, here's what we need to do. We got to figure out a, a connect. Okay, I see what you're saying. To sell okay. cocaine or something? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. The answer is what? yes. Okay. Yeah, you can. Okay. Well, let me tell you the requirements. Okay. I... So you would have to make this amount, you'd have to make this much more money mm-hmm. to afford that. Okay. Or what we could do is find something on the west side. We could find something smaller. Mm-hmm. There are houses that are 60000 70000 Maybe we got to get a little further out from the city. Maybe. We got to go south side, Morrow area, maybe. Might have to go a little further out. Conyers, find something just so you can have the feeling of home ownership with the income that you make right now. But yes, we can get you in a house to get what you want. This is what's required. Okay. Let's maybe, move forward. Maybe I have to like rearrange um, my steps in a process because we do get to that eventually. And how I do it, I ask them what's more important, like location or price. So if they tell me location, we stick into this location strictly. If they tell me price, then we can kind of venture out. But maybe I have to rearrange my steps. They need to feel that you are in the corner with them fighting, helping them get to their goal. Okay. That's, why, that's not what you're doing. Okay. You're talking about all the stuff they taught you in real estate class. Hey. Okay. None of that stuff applies in the streets. Not none of it. A, Small percentage of the stuff that you learned in a real estate school actually applies to real estate. True. You know how I notice? How? I've had my license. Okay. And my instructor in a real estate class, he said, hey, before we get started. He told like, you that. He said, yeah. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know to pass the test, but you won't learn real estate until you get out in the streets. Well, at least your instructor told you that before you got out in the streets. I learned that in the streets. (laughs) Throw away all that book stuff. He said, I'm going to teach you everything you need to pass the test to get your license so you can legally practice real estate in the state of Georgia. You're not going to learn until you get out there. In the class, they're not telling you, hey, you need to give the buyer some optimism that they will live their dream. Mm -hmm. And yes, you will buy a five-bedroom mansion in downtown Buckhead. You 100% will. Can I can I just intervene right quick? Yes. What if it's just really not realistic for them? Like you just know, like who are you to say what's realistic for them? I mean, you've had a conversation. Well, I've had a conversation with them, so I can understand like knowing the requirements and versus where they are now. I can kind of make an assumption on what's your dream? My my dream. Yeah. Real estate, honestly, like but it just describe the dream with some numbers and. To be able to live freely on my own schedule, making money, show up in this world. How much money? 
enough to live. Honestly, I don't want to be living in survival mode anymore. I want to be able to. I don't know what that looks like yet because I haven't got to that. But I want to be able to live comfortably, comfortably um, until my bills, where my bills are paid, and I'm able to eat every day without, you know, tapping my neighbor and saying, "Hey, Paul," you know. I'm gonna buy Nate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you be tapping your neighbor like with a buy. That's a, that's a dream to me though. That's that's a realistic dream for me. Okay. I think you're projecting on your clients. Okay. You're projecting your struggle mode mm. on them. So when you see somebody who makes three, four thousand dollars a month and say, "Hey, I want to buy a house," you say, "Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Your your credit. You got to fix your credit. You don't have enough money saved. Okay. Hold on. You can't do it right now. Hold on." You've got to fix stuff because you don't dream. Okay. Your dream is to be able to survive. You're doing it right now. Yeah. Right? I agree. So you're living your dream? No. You don't I'm have not. one. That's the challenge. I was just talking about my dream. No, you said, you said my goal is to not have to tap my neighbor and ask for money and to be able to not struggle. Okay. Maybe I don't dream. Maybe I envision things. More of like a vision. You don't even have a vision because you haven't painted it. You said, I want to make enough money. What the heck is enough money? Well, you make enough money right now. And me, Well, to me, it's not more so about the money is why I'm in real estate. It's more about the impact. So I would rather impact people than make money. So I try not to look at the money aspect, even though it is important. I'm not saying it's not important. But my goal would be like to make three to four closes monthly. Okay. And I would that would be a dream for We're me. We're getting somewhere. Okay. How much does that make? A three to four closing? On the low end, I would say... About 40000 a month. 40000 a month? Yeah, maybe. About how much do you make now? In real estate? Just period. Probably 40000 a year. You think 40000 a month is realistic? Yeah, of course I know. I know it's realistic. So how is that realistic for you, but it's not realistic for someone who wants to have the house that they want? I'm not saying it's not realistic That's for them. That's what you said. I'm saying it's a process is what I'm saying. If you're down I for the process, that. then it, it will become more realistic. But you have to understand the process in order to know if you're down for it or not is all I try to convey to my clients. But right now, what I'm feeling when you talk to these people is you're painting the picture that sometimes what they want isn't realistic because that's what you said to me. Hmm. You're saying, well, you got to be realistic. Well, what's realist? What's unrealistic about somebody who makes $3,000 a month that wants a mansion in Buckhead? What's unrealistic about that? They could have a ton of debt. That would be unrealistic if they had a ton of debt and they only make $3,000 a month. you have a ton of debt? I don't have a ton of debt, but I have a fair amount of debt. So, based yeah. on your standard, you make about $3,000 a month. Mm-hmm. You have a ton of debt. According to, You have a bunch of debt. And you want to make $40,000 a month. That's not realistic. It's realistic. But you're saying it's not realistic for them. Okay. I'm saying the same standard that you're giving yourself in mm-hmm. terms of there's a process. I'm projecting. You, you're projecting that because you're not allowing them to go through the process. Oh, you want a five-bedroom house? Cool. Bet you make $3,000 a month. This is how much house we can afford right now. Mm-hmm. And if we get this house, we'll raise, it'll raise an equity in a couple of years. That little business that you had, we'll grow to that. We can take the, the equity out of that, put it into a bigger house, put it into a bigger house. Yeah. In a few years, you'll be living your dream. Let's go. But you're not giving them that because you don't have that for yourself. Okay. And I know the number $40,000 a month, it sounds good and you haven't, 
really, really locked in on a plan. You just gave me that number because when I asked you, you said, well, about 40000 a month. I was taking on the low end for a house that's like 300000 in his market. Yes. You get about 3% commission. Your commission yep. might be like eleven, eleven thousand. Coming up with stuff right now. 10000 I know this for a fact. You know that for a fact. But what I'm saying is the picture that you have for yourself is um, not clear to you yet. Okay. Okay. Because if it was, I'd say, well, what's the goal in real estate? Five closings a month. That's going to net me 60000 Mm-hmm. For sure. For Done. sure. It's not, well, if I do four, three, we'd have thought about that already. I'm saying after this conversation, you need to go home and realize that your dream is 100% possible and it's going to be possible by the date that you set. Is it possible to be making $40,000 a month by the end of the year, next 10 months? Is it possible? Yes. For you? It is. It is possible. What makes it possible for you? Because I'm going to change my mindset. Yes. I'm going to change my mindset. You just gave me like an awakening moment, a aha moment. Yes. It could be me and how I carry myself is what I'm spewing out in the world. Yeah. And I would like to change that. Yes. Like, I'm not against it. Yes. All right. So we're going to talk about you and your dream right now. And okay. then we're going to get back to your clients. And this is going to help you sell more real estate. You ready? Okay. Okay. By the end of the year, in the next 10 months or so, how much... How many closings do you want to have every single month? Like a consistent X amount of closings. How many? Give me a number. Four. Four closings every single month. That's the, that's the goal. Yes. How do we get to four closings a month? Networking. Um, putting myself out there. More people knowing that I am a realtor. Talking to more people. Mm -hmm. Signing more contracts with people. Oh. All of those baby steps. Yeah. And the three, tell me about the three people that you have in the pipeline right now. All referrals. All referrals. Yes. Which tells me something. What does that tell you? What do you think it tells me? That I'm not going out and doing the work. You're not going out and doing the work. <laughs> You're relying on other people to do the work for you, to bring you your clients. Now, I appreciate the, uh, the people that send me my referrals. I'm not relying on y'all, I promise. Yes, um, you are. They just feel like I'm a good candidate. That's what I look at it as. Yes, that's your whole, right now, your whole business is built off referrals. Yeah. I wish you told me in these three people's like, oh, I met so-and-so at a networking event. They were talking about this and that. No. Oh, I reached out to a bunch of people. I, I, that's what I would hope that you tell me. Like the yeah. next time I see you, mm -hmm. you got six people in the pipeline that didn't come from somebody else. And it's crazy because you haven't even sold nobody a house. So like the people that's referring you, it's not a, hey, I used her. You should use her. The last one was. Oh, I the one that got the lease. Yep, the rental place. Gotcha. Yeah, she did refer people to yeah. me. Did she refer buyers or renters? The, the message, that was her referral. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, and I probably see, because that's where you had the most success, is like the whole rental path. But I, if I'm you, I'm not even mentioning that. I'm trying to figure out, if you want to buy a house, let's figure out how to buy a house. Mm -hmm. Now, the first step might be to get you into a rental. But that is not our focus. I'm not asking you, hey, so do you want to buy a rent? Oh, you want to buy a house? Oh, let's figure out the requirements to buy this house. Mm -hmm. If we don't have the requirements to buy a house, then I'm going to introduce the offer of, okay, well, maybe we should be renting. 
until we get to whatever your goal is. Back to the point. Four closings every single month, Mm -hmm. which means we got to have how many people you think in the pipeline? Twelve. Twelve. That I've at least communicated with Mm -hmm. and that knows I'm a realtor every month. New people. Twelve new people. You got 12 new people that are actually in the process of looking at houses, not just 12 consultation calls. Right, right. Because out of all the people that you get on the phone with, only a few people actually say, okay, I'm going to go through this process. I'm going to submit my paperwork. I'm going to go. Yeah, like 1% of that, honestly. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, which means, which means if we have to have 12 people that are actively looking for a house, how many people do we have to actually contact and let them know that I do real estate? 80, maybe. How often? 80 a month? 80, 80 a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. To which narrow means, it down. Yeah, which means we have to, uh, we have to contact 20 people a week. Ooh. Is that a lot? That's a lot. <laughs> That's you know what that is? You know what that is? No. What's it's that? Three people a day. Okay, when you narrow it down, that don't seem too bad, but. Okay, it's not a lot now, I'll take that back. It's not a lot. You need to contact, you need to ask three people if they want to buy a house every single day. You got some friends that are like, that have a job, they're gainfully employed, that don't have a house? Yeah. Call one. Most of my friends. Call one. Hmm? Call one and tell them. That you I, want them to buy a house. <laughs> oh, let's see who I'm going to call. Let's just call one. Because we got to do three every day, oh, which Jesus. means. Got to knock out one for One a today. I just don't know who I'm going to call because they know I'm a realtor. My friends do know I'm a realtor. You talking crazy in your chats? What you mean? You, like do a lot of ratchet stuff in the chat? In my test message? Yeah. No, it's more so just business in okay. this phone. Any um, any like uh, nudity or anything like that? Y'all be sending pictures to each other. Just don't go through my boyfriend messages. Oh, not your boyfriend. All right, oh, we talking about my friends. Okay. All right. So I want to <laughs> find a little group chat. Let me find a group chat. Oh, see. no group chats. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no group chats. I'm not that type of girl. I'm like more like that's my business phone for one. So that's more so everybody I'm messaging on there is about business. All right, so hold on. Let's see. I do reach Who's out. Who's Kyle? Can I look at... Who's Trin Trin? That's my homegirl. Shout out Trin Trin. What does Trin Trin do? Um, I believe she's a flight attendant, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? If I'm not mistaken. Does she have a... Uh, does she have... Is she a homeowner? I don't believe so. No, she's renting. Let's call Trin Trin. Okay, that's fine. What on? Oh, sweetie. We telling her about... Hey, Trin Trin, you need to buy a house. And put the phone up to the mic. Okay. Turn volume up. Trent Trent gonna buy this house up. Trent Trent ain't about to answer. She bu- she busy. She might be on a flight. That's cool. All right, get back. Okay. We're gonna find somebody else. Okay. You're gonna fall. I'm at work, Buki. Text me. Oh, okay. I'm about to text her. Okay. Hey, girl. Do you talk like that? I'm like, sister. 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 How you spell it? A with the A. 
Straight Sister. up. Sister. Mm-hmm. Exclamation, exclamation. You, this year, you are going to buy a house. Let's touch and agree. LOL. That's church terms. I'm not going to use that. This year, you are going to buy a house. Are you with that? With that? Yeah, let's see what her response is going to be. I'm interested. All right, cool. I'm t- I just text Trent Trent. Let's see who else we got in here. Um, what about Alicia Accountability? She's also a realtor. She's a realtor? Alicia, yeah. Alicia. Mm-hmm. What about your sister, Nikki? She stays in Philadelphia, so she doesn't stay in Georgia. Okay. Um, first off, I don't like the emoji you got next to your dad. Yeah, we're not calling dad. Um, <laughs> we're gonna leave okay. dad where he at. Let's see. He's on the block list. Who's right Brandy? Now. My sister. Where she live? Here? Yeah, she stayed here. She got a house? Uh no, apartment rent. What she do for a living? Correction. She's uh, a correction officer. We call him Brandy. She might not answer either. That's cool. <laughs> first off, all this pessimism. Yes, okay, she is okay. gonna answer. Okay, she's gonna answer. And put it up to the mic. Okay. I promise you we're going to call people until they pick up. (laughs) I don't like the fact that your friends don't pick up for you. I mean, I'm just not a social person, and that's what I'm kind of working on anyways. That's why I felt like eight a day was a lot or six. We getting better. Uh, Who's Lexi Simmons? Uh, The message I just showed you. My client I'm working with. Oh, yeah, that's right. Only her. Mm-hmm. Who, Gabrielle? My manager, Securitas, that's what it say. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, we don't want Yeah, we don't want no Securitas people. <laughs> Who's um, Alex, uh, landlord? Alex? Mm-hmm. That's your landlord? Not mine, the one I was working with from my last transaction. Oh, oh, they just bought, they just rented a house from you? I just rented a house from them for my client. Oh, got you. Yes. Who Destiny? Destiny what? Reg- Resurgence? Ex-manager at a job. She worked with HR, so she was just letting me know about my W-2s. I think she's a realtor as well, if I'm not mistaken. She's a realtor? Possibly. Let's ask her. I'm about to text her. Oh. Are you a realtor? Are you a realtor straight up like that? Like, hey, how you doing? You don't say, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would like to. I don't message her that often, so that'll it be. It don't matter. Okay. Okay, I'll say, hey, <laughs> Destiny. I'm just going to ask. Hey, Destiny, I'm not even, are you a realtor? Are you or anyone you know interested in purchasing a home this year? She's not gonna text me back. <laughs> it don't matter. Let me stop so looking. here's the here's the here's the thing about this exercise. Okay. It's not about the answer. Mm-hmm. It's about your ability to ask the question. Okay. It's your ability to do the work. I've sent out like a mass text to my contacts. No, no, no. Um, no mass text. Okay. This is hey Destiny. Never are right. you or are you? I'd be spelling wrong, so I'm gonna let you check it. Okay. Are you or anyone you know interested in purchasing a home this year? I just came across a lot of new inventory in the Atlanta area. 
How does it make you feel? Let's send it. I mean, I don't know the response, so. I rocks with you. Let's send it. I just sent it to Destiny. (laughs) Okay. I just sent it. So here's the cool part. They're either going to say yes or they're going to say no. Mm -hmm. But I want to get you in the habit of just making the calls. Okay. You're, you're seeing somebody, right? Mm -hmm. My boyfriend. What does he do? Security. Has he been doing security for a while? Yeah, over a year. Over a year? Mm-hmm. <sighs> he needs to buy a home from you, yo. For y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to buy a home for y'all. Ah, hey. We, we, we work in there. That's definitely a part of Are our you? process. Yep, we're working on that. That's definitely one of our goals. You say goals. you're working on it. What do you mean? Getting our life together right now in order to How much house does he want to buy? I don't think he wants too much of a house. Uh, he he he, he want to stick with like two two. Let's call him real quick. Two three bedrooms. What's he doing right now? Is he at work? No, he's Let's not at work. Real right quick, now. real quick. Okay, what are we for the call? sake of this conversation. <laughs> for the okay. sake of this conversation. You see, that's the only person I talk to every day. That's what's up, so. hey babe. Um, I was just thinking about it and. I really think you should buy a house this year. Okay, let's see what he says. Let's call see. him? Yeah, call him. Okay, because we got to speak to someone, right? Yeah, we got to talk to somebody. Somebody got to answer. Somebody. Don't let me down. Put it on speaker. Oh, hello? Bay. <laughs> um, Put it on top of here. Okay. We're buying a house this year, okay? Okay. Oh. How much house? How much house are you looking to buy? How much house would you like to buy? What you mean? How much house would you feel is a good amount, like for a starter home, bedroom, bathroom, like square footage? How much house? You know about a two bedroom. It's something small, right? Yeah. Okay. How much, how much money? And how much money are you willing to spend? How much money are you willing to spend on that? Well, first house? Yeah. Like, what's your max? Like, what you don't want to go over the amount? I said, like, three, 300000 300000 Okay. That's fair. When I get home, we're going to look. Okay. When I get home, we're going to look around for some houses, okay? Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you, baby. I'll, call, I'll talk to you later. Maybe he think we playing. I don't know. Uh, but, okay. So, your perspective was, he probably ain't trying. But then he had a number in his head. Yeah, we need a two-bedroom, 300000 He's just going along with it. I know him. He just know I'm here. So, he's like, oh, this is probably something that, that got to do with the podcast. That's crazy that your mind goes towards that. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you not see how, like, <laughs> I don't see it initially. I don't. I believe it because my mom have taught me like all my life, like you be thinking negative and I just look at it from my point of view. Like that's just how I look at it, but it's a possibility. I could just look at it negatively. Yeah. Look, he's texting me now. So, that text or a call? She said, oh, this is trend. She said. She said, oh Lord. Hold on. It, it, it went, went back oh, out. Open it. Open okay. It. She replied. Trent Trent replied. So we text Trent Trent's sister. 
This year you are going to buy a house. Are you with that? She says, oh, Lord, you speaking that over my life or asking, Buki? <laughs> Both. Exclamation. Period. Period. <laughs> Have you thought about being a homeowner? That's a good question. Ain't it? It is. Hey, listen. If I was a real estate agent, I'd be taking all your clients. What? Because that's just how I talk. Like, if there's something that needs to be done, I'm going to, like, I just need to find out that this is a goal for you. Mm -hmm. And anybody that's getting on the phone with you, it's a goal for them. Or we wouldn't be having this conversation. There's this dream of being a homeowner. Now, I don't know, listen, based on everyone's situation, maybe buying a home isn't the right choice for them right now. But as a realtor, if I was a realtor, I would make sure if you want to buy a home for whatever reason, we're going to get you this home. Again, right now, might, you might have to lease mm-hmm. and find a rent while we work this plan. But I'm keeping in front of us this mindset. So when, you're get, when you get home, whether um, your boyfriend was going along with it or not, you're going to sit down and say, because he didn't come up with this number out of nowhere. Yeah. We're going to identify what it takes to buy a $300,000 home. You know what it takes? I have an idea of what it takes. What do you think? Um, savings. How much? At least, I would say, at least 6% of that 300000 6% of 300000 Mm-hmm. Because is... they have programs you can work with. When it comes to closing costs and things, so at least six percent, right. which is eighteen thousand. Mm-hmm. So we got to save eighteen thousand dollars this year. This year, you think your boyfriend can save eighteen thousand dollars? Not alone. Well, oh, let me not be negative. Oh my not gosh, bro. Not alone. This is crazy to me. Man, I'm not saying nothing about you. You possibly can. Um, I just haven't seen it. You're projecting. Okay. Okay. Because you don't think you can save eighteen thousand. Okay. You're projecting. Let me stop. I don't know. So, so what do you I'm feel helping like, you right now. I'm helping you a lot. Right I'm now. accepting it because I'm realizing as you, you, you know, you put in my face, it's like, oh, I could be projecting. But how do I stop that? Like, I, I don't I know. I you. Don't worry. $18,000 is $1,500 a month. So think about this. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about our only income as a job and whatever that job provides, right? Mm-hmm. If... We can um, save, let's say, 10% of our income, which I advise everybody to do. How much? You and, you and your boyfriend work the same job? Oh, not that, for the same company. Okay. So let's say you make $3,000 a month, mm-hmm. which that's pretty close, right? And you put aside $300 a month from your job, right? So this month, every check, you just take 10%. So if your check every two weeks is $1,500, you take... 150, you put it aside for savings because this is for the house. That means we only have to uh, save another $1,200 a month. Got it? Okay. If we can be creative and come up with some sort of product that costs $20 or whatever, right? We need to sell $1,200 worth of product and just put that aside. Well, profit, of course, 1200 in profit. Okay. Every single month. You can make $1,200, right? 
A product? What do you mean by that? So if you if you sell three hundred dollars worth of a product for four weeks, you'll have twelve hundred. Correct. Got it? Mm-hmm. Which means let's say we have a hat. Okay. And the hat just says future homeowner. And we're selling to people who don't have a home mm-hmm. the desire to have a home. Got it? Mm-hmm. Let's say we sell the hat for $30. Follow me on this math, okay? I'm following. We sell the hat for $30. Let's say it costs us $10 to make the hat, which is very realistic. It's not even going to cost that much, but it costs $10 to make the hat. Mm-hmm. How much profit is that? You sell it for 30 it costs 10 to make 20 Yes, mm-hmm. $20 worth of profit. Mm-hmm. If we can profit... $300 a week, then we can make, we can like, uh, we can start this process of saving. So what is it, what does it take to make $300 worth of profit every single week? 150 hats sold, I'm assuming. Say it again? 150 hats sold. So let's look at it this way. Five hats, I'll make $100 profit because my profit is $20 a piece. Mm-hmm. I sell five hats, I make 100 Okay. If I sell... 15 hats, I make 300. Okay. Got it? Mm hmm. So if we sell 15 hats a week. Oh, I said 150. I meant 15. No, you're, yeah, you're on the right path. Okay. If we sell 15 hats a week, mm-hmm. we can start this process of saving enough to buy a $300,000 home at the end of the year. Can we sell 1,500 hats? Can we sell 15 hats a week? You know how much that is a day? Like two. It's two hats every day. So we're up. We're going up to Reese. We're going up to Zell. We're saying, Zell, are you a homeowner? Great. Well, buy this hat. I know it says future homeowner, but you're going to own another one, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have it. You're a future investment homeowner, right? Mm-hmm. Buy this hat, $30. Let me ask you. Yes. Why would someone want to buy a hat that says future homeowner? Because it's a cool hat. Okay. Just look good. And it's a manifestation. Remember Nini, Trin Trin? Oh, Trin, Trin. yeah. So remember, Trin was like, girl, are you speaking out over my life? Yeah. You think she wouldn't buy a hat that says future homeowner? Depending on where she's going with it. Girl, I I won't. I don't don't know. Like, I I wouldn't just walk around. I wouldn't just walk around with a hat. Oh, yes. The answer is yes, you guys. She would. Because I sold it. buy a house. Yeah. She will buy a hat that says future homeowner. Why? Yeah. Because she wants to be a future homeowner. Okay. Yeah. And there are people that strongly believe in manifestation. You're right. And they believe if they wear this hat, eventually, I own a home. Okay. And if you ask five people every single day to buy this hat, at least two will buy it. And you tell them your story like, yo, I'm a future homeowner and I'm talking to other people that are future homeowners. So this hat is going to help us be a be reminded of the fact that this is our goal for this year. I'd buy it to support you. Okay. And I'd wear it. So what you're saying is like, I would have to like venture off from my goal right now to like accomplish this goal of home ownership is what you're saying? No, 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 no. Or like add to no, no, it? No, no, well, you're, no. Well, no, no, your goal is to sell houses, but I'm right. saying we're going to take everything I just said mm-hmm. back to your boyfriend. Oh, like for him to do, and not say, for hey, me to do. Three hundred, okay. $300,000 house, it's easier than you think. Okay. Because my you're goal. Gonna take, yeah, you're, we're not talking about your goal right okay, now. Okay, okay, him. 
Yes. Per, okay. That four houses a month could get me home ownership. I wouldn't have to do uh, the hat thing. Absolutely. Okay. But going through this exercise of showing him how simple it is to accomplish the goal mm-hmm. will show you how simple it is for you to accomplish your goal. But we got to sit down and put some sort of plan together. Okay. In your mind, the only reason I'm going through this is because I said, can he save 18000 You said, right. well, not right. alone or something crazy. We need action But the answer is what? Yes. Of course. Of course. It's only 18000 And because he's my man, I know he can. Come, come on. Any bay. Period. I wouldn't be with him if he couldn't save $18,000. He Duh. got this. Okay. But what he hasn't had is that strong, solid woman, that rock. Okay. To say, baby, this is the plan. This 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 is the direction we going in. Got you. An action plan. Yes. I'm following. Your mind, eighteen thousand to save is a lot, but we're not projecting on him anymore. Okay. Okay. You ask him, he probably like, yeah. Of yeah. Okay. But I'm saying, I just came up with a scenario where we put three hundred dollars away from our check mm-hmm. in a savings account. We come up with some sort of product, idea, service, something that's going to net us three hundred a week. We'll have the 18,000 barrier done. We buy the home. It's up. Okay. I'm following. I, I feel like I needed this because clearly my vision was blurred before. I didn't have this aha moment or realization of what I'm doing and what I'm spewing onto people. So it's good to hear. Yes. It's good to hear. So four closings a month. Mm-hmm. How are we going to do this? Oh, nah, come on. Answer them texts. I Who's like texting me? Go. Oh, my An- gosh. Answer them texts. <laughs> that was no text message. It's just email notification. Oh. Emails. Okay. Trent, Trent ain't hit you back? She probably <laughs> over there doing a praise dance. Like, yes, I knew it. I Listen, right. I was going to be a homeowner. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, four closings a month is extremely possible for you. But I need you to believe that it's possible. You're going to have to do the work. It's going to take a lot of work. Because right now we can't build our business off of referrals. Mm-hmm. We need to build our business off of us building the business. Going out to build the business. I'm doing this event called Podcast Summit, which you should come to. Okay. Because you should, like, if you really want to get these four houses sold, you probably need to start a podcast. So people trust you in the real estate space. Okay. I'm not against Cause you, it. Because you know what you're talking about, right? I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Talk Just, about pot, talk about real estate, stuff that's going on in the market, home ownership, the stories of people getting their first home. And, right. Experiences. A hundred percent. So you need to start a podcast. So mm-hmm. you need to come to Podcast Summit. It's well, podcastsummit.com. What would that look like, um, capital-wise, when starting a podcast? Like, Yo, Earn Your Leisure, they have a multi, multi-million dollar organization. They started recording on their cell phone. Oh, iPhone? That's all you need? iPhone in some space? iPhone has a really good camera. Okay. The iPhone camera now is way better than the camera I started with, and I had like a real camera. So you set up a camera, you got to get some sort of audio device, like a microphone, mm-hmm. which you can use like your headphones or whatever. Okay. And you start recording, and you start putting the content out, and in the description, it's like, yo, if you're looking to buy a home in Atlanta area or Georgia, state of Georgia, Hit me up, I got you. And then you start, the work is promoting these episodes. And then you have a bunch of episodes. Then you run across somebody who has a question that you answer in one of the episodes and you send it to them. Hey, check this out. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because I do get a lot of the same questions. It's like, 
Hey, I wish you was around when I just answered that. But hey, I'll explain it again. Yeah. So yeah. you need to start a podcast and start promoting the podcast. And another one of my goals was from transferring, transforming from nine to five worker to full time entrepreneur. So I feel like that kind of like hinders me when it do come to my networking because I'm at a job for eight hours a day. And when I get off, it's nighttime trying to go lay down and go to sleep. Why are you trying to go lay down and go to sleep? I work overnight. So I work from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah. You sleep for how long? Um, A day. I get my rest. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I get my eight hours. If I can, I need the eight. Yep. I need, I'm being honest. Like Everybody's not going to agree with this, but this okay. is a bad habit. Me sleeping? For sure. Okay. So you work 10 to 6. Maybe you get home, what, 7? 6.37? Yeah, 7. Okay, 7. And you probably stay up for an hour or two on the gram, doing nothing. Mm, maybe like watching podcasts rather than like on Instagram. Mm -hmm. yeah, down, no, no, down, no. unwinding. And then you get to sleep what nine, ten o'clock? Yeah, I get back up like around twelve. So, but you get eight hours of sleep though. Well, I'll take a nap probably before I go back in to work at ten sometime that day. Okay. Like if I when I go to sleep from work, I'll probably get back up around twelve one, uh, do something productive go look at house or something um and if i don't have nothing else to do, i'll go to sleep again yeah being always a bunch of stuff to do i yeah but the only reason your life routine looks like this is because you haven't had a target mm. that's it and i haven't set a dream yet yes no action plan yes that dream will wake you up okay you'll feel like there's not enough hours in a day to be going to sleep for eight hours I hope I get that sooner rather than later. Cause it's happening today. I feel like it's happening, honestly. Yes. I feel like it's happening. We're going to get to work. Okay. So you need to map out what that looks like. And um, your first objective is to get your first closer. Mm -hmm. By when? Summertime. Before summertime. Not by summertime. Before summertime. It's summertime. The next uh, season over. We're about in spring already, right? I would say. When it's summertime, when do you want to have this goal done? Before summertime. What do, what do you mean? Summertime is like June, right? Is that when the summer starts? Maybe, I don't know. Right, like who knows anymore? Life just goes. But um, yeah, by what, June. Where, where are we, February? If you really, really was on a hunt to find someone to buy a house from you, mm -hmm. and I said, I will give you $50,000 if you can get a home sold by May. Could you do it? Of course. So why are we waiting until summertime to get to your dream? May, I would say then. May what? 31st. By May 31st, we're going to have our first, somebody called Texas. I'm so <laughs> interested in like, what's going on in your phone. It's true, What's she saying? She said, period, and 50-50, I'm not ready for a mortgage simply because I don't know what city I want to live in, to be honest. And the other 50, I definitely thought about buying a townhome or getting it built just simply off the things I go through at my apartment. Mm. So she's 50-50 with it. She's what she's saying. Yeah. Your job is to what? Get her 100%. Get her 100 See, Get the first time I had, like, you answered one of my questions correctly. I'm following. Listen, we, we're on go. the right track. This is what I'm here for. Let's so go. It makes sense to me. We're going to convince her. And 
we're going to get a home. We're not going to just keep paying this rent. We're Clarity is it. everything. Let's find something. Okay. Let's find something. I'm so proud of you, man. Okay. I'm so proud of you. So um, by May 31st, we'll have our first home sold. Mm-hmm. So we need to work backwards. How okay. many people do you think you need to be showing houses to, like actively showing houses to, and to get people to actively show houses to them? How many calls do we need to make? How many do we need to set up? Right. So that's for you to go home. Okay. But we need to we need to set a work goal. Let me write that down. Yeah, Say that sure. one more time. You said work backwards. Yeah. I need to figure out. I need to have a home sold by May thirty first, which means I need to have somebody under contract by like April. 30. Yeah, realistically. Okay. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services, debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA, members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Okay. Yup. To get somebody under contract, I need to probably start working with them. Like I need to have, I need to be showing people houses by the end of this month. We got all March to figure something out. Get them under contract. Get this home sold. But we need to figure out how what that work looks like. Okay. So I need to ask three people, four people every single day if they want to buy a house. Let me ask you, what do you suggest um, different ways for me, I guess, getting in contact with people? Because I don't have much contacts. Like, I'm just not a big social person where I'll just life of the party, got everybody in my DMs and stuff like that. It's not giving that. Mm-hmm. So what are you saying? How would um, I get these people contacts? I got you. So take these notes. Okay. I'm going to give you a few different ways. Um, let me go on to your page again. Okay. You're following 36 people, mm-hmm. which these are people that you know, I suppose. Or work with or inquire working okay. with. Mm-hmm. So we are going to, um, so no, we can get on a call to fix this for sure. Maybe slide from, okay. Um, the 36 people that follow you, you need to contact three of them every day. Okay. You also have 286 people that follow you. That can also be in the number. So contact follow count? Yeah, for okay. sure. Yep. When you get home, this is what I want you to do too. Scroll. I mean, uh, go to your contacts on your phone. Mm-hmm. Just go there real quick. So hit contact. Hit the hit the contact um, icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you see? Uh. No, 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 let me see. Okay. Okay. Go to, where's it at? Contact. We've got a list. Okay, list. You got 240 contacts in your phone. Okay. So, thankfully, it's not that many. Mm-hmm. But I want you to go through all of them and make a list of people that you are going to put on your contact list. I honestly feel like some of these contacts might be outdated. Like, it's not an update. Oh, there go my pessimistic self. Oh, oh Lord. Okay, God. okay. Reach out to the people in my contact. Let me write that down, too. I, I had to catch myself because I don't realize I'm doing it. Okay, okay. at least you're catching yourself. Okay, I'm working. Baby steps. 
So go through all 240. Okay. And you're going to pull out some people that could quite possibly, quite possibly be interested at home. Either they're not a real estate agent. Um, um, and even if they have a home, they might want to buy another one. They might want to invest in property, whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. we're just going to, we're just going to call the people that we feel most comfortable calling. And then we're going to go back through the list and call the people that we're not super comfortable. Okay. Calling. Okay. So we got a bunch of, we got a bunch of threes every day so far. Okay. Like in that list, we got a bunch of people that we can contact. But in the midst of this, you go out grocery shopping, you go out wherever you meet people at work, your coworkers, those can be a part of your three. Okay. But the magical part is it's not even all the time about the people that you're contacting. It could be the people that they know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you talking to them can lead to a referral, which is what's happening for you right now. Mm-hmm. But the more people we talk to, the more people we have access to. <sighs> okay. Got it? I'm following. I'm following. This it. is good. I know it. Okay. I love it. Okay. Are you ready? To, you ready to go? Yeah. So May 1st, I mean, May 31st, you get your first home sold by May 31st. I am going to uh, give you and your boyfriend an all-expense-paid date. Okay. Fancy restaurant. Do we get to pick Move, location? Yeah. You can pick whatever restaurant you want. Here in Atlanta. Here in Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we can make it work. Let's go. Good job. All right, David Shans. Let's get it. <laughs> if you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.